And we're live. Welcome back to the show, everyone. We're here. On Teddy's birthday. It's Teddy's Woo-hoo. birthday. Happy birthday, Happy Teddy. Birthday. Dirty 30. Thank you, everybody. Yep, 30. 30. It, it feels good on this side of 30. It feels good. We just finished up <laughs> cookie cake for no, Teddy's birthday. No, ice cream birthday. cake. Yeah. It was... No, it was oh, yeah, we had both. Cake. It was so good. Yes, we had both. We had mac and cheese. <laughs> mac and cheese. <laughs> A little barbecue. And today, we have... Uh, myself, Matt. Matt. We have Taylor here. We have Steve joining us, and we have a special guest. It's the coach in training. He's done a wonderful CIT. job throughout the season. And team mom. And team mom. No, I think team mom's a more important role. Caitlin, Flag smuggler. Caitlin Kaufman. KK is in the house. KK. Woo-woo. Thank you for having me. All right. So, which what are we talking about? We are going to talk about day three at the CrossFit Games. So for us, that started with uh, two events. So we're seven events in, two days in already. And where were we sitting going into this? We we finished. Let's let's go off that the last podcast we just finished up with uh, the bike and snatch workout, which was Mm -hmm. an incredible finish in the uh, in the Coliseum with all the fans there. A lot of people watching. Got a lot of screen time. It was it was fun. Or some screen, some screen time. Yeah, but it was decent. Yeah, but uh, off a high. We so got a lot that. of screen time to in this today, today on the especially the squats. Well, yeah, we had Steve, so that helps. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you and Taylor. I mean, well, um, we had a good night at the, good night at the house. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everything it was everybody, everybody was on a high, and, and uh, we recouped. Yeah. Got a little good team. It was good team meeting, but uh, there was no question that we had to do some work to continue our CrossFit Games experience on the morning of day three. That was, that was the, you know, we had kind of get, got to the point where we needed to start catching some spots or we were going to be going, we're stopping a little earlier than we wanted to. So that was the, in the back of our mind for sure. Do we want to get, when did we, when did we find out that this was a double event? Do we, are we getting into that? Should we get into that now? That was athlete briefing. So they didn't tell morning us. Morning of? Yeah. yeah. Yep. They didn't tell us until we were sitting there. Um, which was, I mean, it was great for us. We knew the squat would be good. Well, let's go over the events first sure. before we start talking about them. Um, so event eight was four time, a 1.5 mile run, and then a 168 foot handstand walk. And it was broken up into two sections. Rounds. Yeah. Oh, two, two rounds. rounds. Yeah, sorry. Yep. Two rounds. It was broken <clears throat> up into four different 42 foot sections and they had to be unbroken. So your whole team had to go all the way through the handstand walk. Um, once everyone crossed the line, then you could start the next section. So... You were limited by your slowest handstand walker. So if one person fell, they had to start over, Correct. not the whole team. Correct. Right. Yep. And then, so yeah, finish the first one, um, go back out, do another 1.5 mile run, and handstand walk to the finish line. And you run with the rope? Run with the rope. Hold the rope. Yep. Um, and then that... Back to the rope. So they, they told us initially that the time cap was going to be like 39 minutes, um, but if everyone finished before like 35 minutes or something they were going to just like cut it off and start um and they were going to give us a three minute rest before the squat started uh so when we were out there not everyone was done but about 36 minutes they blew the horn and so some people got time capped even though they told us it was like a 39 minute time cap so they still had time technically it was kind of a weird situation um yeah, i mean it says it right there what the reasoning for that was like why i don't know i think it was like one team was fatigued. left the girl fell was there anything after our event like individuals that had to compete, well they told or? us we had that whole time frame and they just took it away which was kind of weird but yeah i wonder if i think it was i'm uh, if it's not ikestad then they'll probably get in trouble or what i don't but it, it I think the team was called like Eichstadt or something that mm-hmm. was that was stuck out there. Who knows? Maybe they were like, and I mean, there was. I think there were tears. Whoever was yeah. last, so maybe they were just like, we're done. Like, make it stop. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, um, but that was weird. So, anyways, we had three minute reset, and then we went into um, the women would have eight minutes to find a three RM back squat. So Mara and I together, and then um, right away at the eight minutes, the men started their training. Same thing, three RM back squat. So. Um, when we were briefed at this event in the morning, it was one of those weird situations. Like I said, they told us we had two events, and so immediately we automatically were like, okay, take our running shoes and our lifters out. Um, and they very quickly were like, you have to wear one pair of shoes. You can't change your shoes. 
Um, you can't take the only thing we could take out um, besides what we wore for the uh, run was our belt. So even like people like none of us wear knee sleeves, um, but other teams were all running in their knee sleeves huh. um, because they couldn't. You could not take your shoes off to put knee sleeves on, so you had to have them on already. So a little twist, I guess. Yeah. So you're either running in squatting shoes or squatting in running shoes. So that's a good way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's like obviously. Taylor, you've taught all this before, but kind of like it's too much of a maybe mess or something. Like if without well, is that what you, is yeah, I mean, like we just kind of so there was thirty teams out there, each with four members. So you're going to have 120 people that have a second pair of shoes on the competition floor, which is just a lot of clutter yeah. on a floor where you already have 30 teams into a field that's maybe built for 20. So uh, yeah, I mean, I was sitting in the end zone, just the yeah. end zone. All those teams had the where squat, squat racks were. It's an interesting, like, uh, we won't get into it on this show, but just as a thought, like closing thought on that is like, it's an interesting, like, man, if you're going to test it, you would want to do it with the shoes and the best test. But then it's like, if you can't do that, cause it would have, I don't think it would have worked like with the visuals. Like you're saying, it's like, do we just throw it? It's, would you rather, throw out the back squat which you don't want to you know do that either so it's it is interesting it's like it's almost like uh, it just doesn't matter just like almost be like up front or just like come out with like hey we're this like it would be nice to i don't like I, i'm not saying anybody's doing this i don't like it when they're like oh this is the, the twist or the wrinkle and it's like okay this isn't like the wrinkle it's like just yeah let's not yeah. let's just call it what it is i think it would have been nice if they i mean i understand they i'm sure they wanted us to do the squat fatigued um, but if, yeah, if you want the best show, they should have had us go, um, just do the run and handstand walk, have the individuals do their run in total bar. Um, cause I'm pretty sure they went straight into the Coliseum right after that. So yeah. they could have set us up on the field, um, to back squat and then you would have got your true test right there. Yeah. I mean, it's not, you know, unknown and unknown and unknowable, but you're not like, uh, you don't show up to the CrossFit gym affiliate one day and you're like okay we're squatting today but nobody can wear lifters that's like that's not a thing you like to see or whatever but anyway moving on we'll like get into the do we want to get into the into the workout from the athletes or do we want coaches notes before like what was what's what's going uh i guess we've done briefing what's the uh kind of the the team huddle like right uh right before heading out onto the field matt well i think it was um kind of rick reminiscing about their best event that they had at the West Coast Classic, which which was the Ruck Run. So, you know, they, they're not doing a weighted run, but they're running together with a rope and, you know, passing a lot, you know, attempting to run their own race and pass people along the way. But, wow, I mean, it, uh, well, we'll get to that in a second. But I think that was more of the talk was like, hey, you know, this is, we've kind of proved to ourselves that we can do this. Um, you know, we did it live in competition you know we've got to do it again and you know we've got some other elements in there so it was the, that was more of the there wasn't a whole heck of a lot of points of performance there because it was just you know hey running and, and handstand walking it was just hey let's make sure you know, don't kick up you know the obvious things like don't kick up before you before you're ready because we don't want to take too many penalty hits on that one um and we really only had to take one really at the end which got great photography for us though so. yes <laughs> yes and yeah i mean we'll well, i guess we'll get there but I was uh, speaking of the fall. I was very impressed by the recovery and Mara going back and just mm -hmm. taking shake, 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 and then just went down. I'm like, whoa! Because when she kicked off, I'm like, oh, it's got to be too soon, and she just yeah. went through the whole thing. Yeah, she uh, above and beyond again. But but no, it was a, it was. I think that was pretty easy. You know, I didn't want to put a whole lot of pressure on them because they already knew the pressure of you know if they didn't do well in this event, what it, what that meant for us. So it was kind of like you know we know what's ahead of us. Let's minimize mistakes, do everything that we can to put ourselves in the, in the best position to try to get as many points as we can and hopefully get some help from other teams that are out there because we needed some help. Um, and then off we went. So it starts with the run? Starts with the run. Um, and so we were all back by our, they call them gumdrops, is the big black thing that we stand by. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know there was a technical name. Yeah. They, yeah, when they would nice. brief us, they'd be like, you start by your gumdrop. Your gumdrop. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's kind of, that's funny. <laughs> Um, so we, uh, started by our gumdrops, rope in our hands and we were in lane maybe like 27 or 28, 28, maybe near the yeah. sideline. You were, yeah, yeah. Two off the side or something. Yeah. So we were, I think going into this event, we were like 26 maybe. Um, and we kind of, like Matt mentioned, we knew the points for us to, there was cuts after this event or these two events to 20 and we knew the points to 20 were like 
a lot of points. We had to make up a big chunk. It, it might have been 75. It was a big chunk. That yeah. sounds right. Um, and so... We needed other teams to help out. Yes. So, I mean, I think kind of our, like, pregame was, you know, we just have to run our own race on this. Um, there's only so much you can do. Like, I knew Mara was worried about handstand walking unbroken. Um, so I didn't want us to run too fast that she couldn't do that. And also, for us, from a point standpoint, we figured the back squat would be able to get more points. So... Mm-hmm. Um, the run itself, we had to keep under control, so we were good to go for the handstand walk and then for the squats afterwards. So, Steve, how was how does the run start? Like it's because it's it's maybe not. I guess the mass starts a little different on the swim for the girl. Like that was very hectic compared to the the this one's a little more spread out. But what it's is that? Staggered. Yeah. You know? um, so the course is a three quarter mile loop around the CrossFit Games uh, venue. Essentially, you kind of you go beyond the little pavilion, little stadium, yeah. and you run behind and through to the front entrance um, where the athlete check-in is. Um, and you go all the way through the middle, past the fit aid tents and around the back, and you re-enter near the back of the, the, the field, the field stadium. And uh, two laps through that loop would equal a mile and a half, and then you'd do your uh, handstand walk and then repeat for that second round. Uh, but at the beginning, yeah, you're all standing by your gumdrops and the gumdrops are all spread out 30 teams or whatever across the whole 300 foot field, whatever it is, yeah. you know, and uh, it, it's, it's decent stagger. Like we were right where the front entry point is to go out on the loop. Yeah. So like on the track, you'd be on like the outside lane that was starting yeah. ahead of everybody. Like we did have to like, get out in front a little bit just because otherwise you get into a bottleneck into that entry entry way. Uh, there's, I mean, there's a little bit of elbow thrown, but nothing like the the West coast. That was, that was insane, (laughs) but nothing nothing like that. But, um, you know, I would say maybe for one full loop, we were all pretty bunched together. And then there was just groups of people who just took off and never slowed down uh, for the rest of the race. And, then um, but yeah. So this is different. It's totally different um, than the ruck run. The ruck run is the switchbacks, obviously, and that's the, the weights, but that was, it's a loop instead of the down back, yes. down back. Yeah. Which yeah. is nicer from a standpoint of at least you're like making forward progress. <laughs> yeah. You're not running back and forth or again. Um, and from a spectator standpoint, you can kind of see where they're yeah, at. It so plays out it a little a bit better. easier. Uh, yeah. We had a strategic layout from our fans. Yep. Yeah. I was going to get there. Yes. Uh, but, so, uh, Junior coach and myself, yeah. we uh, rallied our troops, and I was like, "Hey, look!" Because I had done this run; mm-hmm. um, it was part of my part of my workout. So I knew, "Hey, we can get to different points. It's it's better to get you know multiple people to to kind of uh, you know say a motivation motivational something, yell at you, make fun of you, do something um, <laughs> out on the, out on the course, just seeing somebody, a friendly face. So I, I sent a group like to the one corner, the other corner. There was like a little open space in between some uh, some uh, some bleachers and then KK and I tried to strategically make a kind of like a, just a straight shot over to the, to the one edge mm-hmm. to, to get over there. And, uh, you know, I think we successfully had a, a, enough space where we could to get you guys some, what'd you think about that KK? Oh, I was going to say, yeah. So this is like probably the first time where you're in a big like venue like this where you have to move, like, cause you want to watch us run, you want to watch us handstand walk. So or your kind of thoughts with like everything going on because this this is not only a stressful event for us, it's stressful for you. Too. More so, yeah. Oh, how, it's how so stressful. <laughs> how were you feeling during the event? Um, during this one, it was nice. Matt and I did break away kind of from the crowd just because there were a lot of questions asked over and over again about <laughs> what the event was and what they were doing. So, um, like he said, we made a strategic move. We knew where we were going to be, and then. Instead of trying to race over and see every handstand walk, we actually were able to see a lot of it on the Jumbotron and the Noble Tent. Um, And then on the runs, we were just, we would see the drone and we'd start counting each team that went by and try and figure out like where the gap was, what place you guys were in and whatnot. And then for the last handstand, we were able to run back over to the field and get a pretty decent uh, like aerial view of where you guys were. So we were able to see that there at the end. Yep. It was, I mean, it's, I, I love all How the How far pain, did you but, run? But, oh, gosh. We probably, <laughs> we probably covered about half yeah. that distance. A couple sprints in there. Yeah. yeah. All the fans being there, though, and then they're like, well, 
well, what about this? And I'm like, I don't know. It's like, so it's really, like this, for, for some reason, this one had a lot of chaotic mess to it. It's just, you know, cause we didn't know a lot and you know, running and yep. going on and off the field and just moving parts to it. And yeah, so KK and I, uh, getting away to that other side, I think allowed us to, to take a deep breath and, uh, kind of focus a little bit more. Cause Holy cow was it, uh, we we're, we were kind of feeling a little stressed down being on that field when you guys, before you guys started. There's so much stress as, as the, <laughs> the spectators. Oh my God. That was, and I was, um, like, it's just as a side note, uh, I was here and like Ben Smith was talking about coaching like Laura Horvath and he's like, man, competing is, is easier. Like it, all the nerves are there. And then when you start to comp, like the, the event, they go away. And as you, as soon as you get in it, as coaching, the events are all there and then the event starts and they don't go away. It's yeah. like, you're still yeah. like, <laughs> almost, yeah. Almost gets kicked into yeah. As I was laughing at that. Um, but yeah, that was, so I guess let's talk about, um, I mean, let's get back to the run and like, we're, are we coming back in for the first handstand walk or what's, um, so, I mean, you know, like we were talking about, it wasn't the start wasn't like the direct bottleneck that we had at uh, West coast classic, but, um, I, our plan was again to run our own pace. And I told them, you know, kind of stay spread out a little bit and we're just going to, we're going to hug the inside. So people have to, if they want to pass us, they have to go around us. Um, I knew that people were going to pass us. Like we were, I guess we were in front, um, just from the start, make them work for it. But I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to make sure that they actually really wanted to pass us to do it, you know? Um, and I mean, we kind of, I mean, we held our own and like I said, we had a, we kind of knew our, what our pace needed to be. Um, we had done some just like miles on the track and see how you feel afterwards. And, uh, you know, we kind of knew where we needed to be from that standpoint. So, um, it was just people like Matt said, you know, you, we, West Coast, we got second on a rec run, which is honestly a totally different event. I was going to ask, is <laughs> how, how different does that feel? Completely yeah. different event. Um, because a rec run, you're ultimately like basically walking at a certain point, whereas this, you're running the whole time. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, people were just so, they were just fast. They were just incredibly fast. And, um, you know, we did what we needed to do to do well for ourselves in that event. Uh, but it just, man, they were no D players, no D players. That's for sure. And you know, some of the D <clears> players and I can't even say D player cause they're still at the CrossFit game. So obviously they're still very good, but they'd been cut the day before. So some of the other, um, you know, people that were taking up those bottom spots were now gone. Already, so we'd gone so. from 40 to 30 teams. Yeah. Yes. And so there were, there weren't too many teams that had like trouble. I, I would say there, there's there were definitely lots of falls in the handstand, but it didn't stop too many people in their tracks. It did stop some of them. But tell us about like as the the first handstand. We'll start with Steve. Like as as you guys are kicking up, is that um, it's it's hard to like look around and see in where the you're first at. Round? Yeah, yeah. First, tell us about the how the first round of handstand went and what that was like. Yeah, it was fine. I mean, it's a little okay. First off, like uh, day three of the CrossFit Games. You, I've never been that sore before. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I mean, day two was fine, oddly enough, but you know, sometimes you get that, that soreness that happens two days after or not the next day. It's got to well, stop hanging was, out with Bob. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's definitely, uh, definitely that phenomenon happened. Like day three, I woke up just like, Oh shit. Like, it's like <laughs> I just did like nine events or something. Cause yeah. we did. And, uh, you know, after a long warm up, it was fine. Once the, you know, the timer started and everyone's going, but, um, the handstand walk for me personally, I, like I, it's kind of the break, you know, it was just, you get upside down, getting better at breathing upside down. And, uh, you know, was it 48 feet, 42, 42 yeah. feet? That's really not that far. No. Uh, the turf factor is a little weird if you like have never practiced that before, but if you have like decent control on your hands, like it's, it's not too much of a problem. Um, so Personally, I, th I thought the first round went well. We never fell. In no, like, uh, no one even fell no, until last Mara round. Mara fell right? on the first one. She did? She okay. fell on the last last length of the first. Okay. Uh, okay. That was the first the round, second not the we second. Um, but the thing with, like, the handstand walk, that was something that I had failed at in 2019, um, just multitude of different factors. But you on a turf field there's no like this turf field there's no marks except for the end marks and so we did make it a point to 
walk on a turf field multiple times um, leading up to the games because that was something that I was like, I'm not screwing this up again. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we had practiced a lot. And so we I did. think... When, Ironically, we we did a lot of running and handstand walking because there was nothing yeah, else to do at the track. Exactly. It was like, what else are we doing? <laughs> yeah. We got handstand walk in this field and it's yeah. working out pretty good. Um, but that was something... So when Steve said it was kind of the rest, like we had made a point to make it like something that we felt comf- comf- confident with. And um, like in every run, like on both runs too, like I would come in and handstand walk the first length and then I would let Steve go because he's faster, but I was trying to give him a second to like catch his breath because um, the run was a little easier for me. So that was kind of our plan with that too. But on the first first one, everyone was still really bunched on the handstand walk. Yeah. Um, so I finished my first handstand walk and kicked down and I like almost got knocked over by the team next to us because they were coming and it, it, I mean, it was crazy. Two teams Three, three teams crazy. I'm yeah. like, how is this? Yeah. So in like yeah. when everyone was together, the second one was a little bit better because we had spaced out. Um, but especially that first handstand walk, everyone was super close and it was chaotic. <laughs> that was, I'm like, this is going to, something's like, bad. The guy happen. that yeah. was going to blow me down was huge. I was like, ah. So, <laughs> so what about, so talk about the dynamic of the group. Like when you guys were running, you know how it, it's odd that different people speak up mm-hmm. and kind of take control of the of the the group at different times and uh, who what was what were you guys talking about who was talking who was leading who was dragging um i think for the beginning it was kind of probably mara and myself um i was just you know kind of like keep going guys we're good chris every once in a while would pipe in and be like he's getting yappy again yeah i mean no but he'd be like okay like we have you know a quarter or we're like you know half the way done or whatever he would kind of give us like a chip like check check it through yeah Um, the burpee counter yeah yep uh so but I think at the, I mean, really at the end, Chris was asking if we could go faster because he was like ready to go. And, um, yeah, he had it. And I was like, dude, I don't think I, I know. Care. And so <laughs> I'm pretty quiet when it comes yes. to running because I need to focus a hundred percent on my breathing because I'm just not good at it. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, Chris, uh, Chris, Chris was, got that orange theory background. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Chris, so Chris was ready to go. Um, but I was like, I could sense the group. I was like, I think we need to keep this pace. And I was like, really our, Goal is just going to be like, and we did the second lap. We chipped off two teams, maybe. Yeah, we we I passed the two or three. Yeah. Um, so, what, if you would have even picked up, would you have passed another team? Or I, another, I remember that team being shot? like 100 meters, 200 meters in front ahead of us. us. So, um, like I, I debated it, and I was like, you know what? I said to him, I was like, we'll make it up on if if we can, we'll make it up on the handstand walk, and that's kind of what it had to be, which was fine. There was um, it was interesting how. <laughs> like the this makes sense obviously but like the teams the first handstand walkers were just so good like so good and it's like oh my gosh they're gonna be really good at it. and always you know it was like did you have the the there was uh some like one one it was like who the last person is are they gonna be an intermediate or are they gonna just like really really like struggle and there were a couple teams like like that the last person like basically couldn't do the the handstand walk, whether it was an injury or whether what it was like. Oh man, getting stuck out on that field when everybody else was gone was like, like you're sitting there. It's like that's the only like the announcers don't talk about it because. Like, Didn't oh. they tell one team just to go back and run? Didn't they just wave a team no. off? Be like, I don't think so. No. But I, they, I mean, I didn't see that. I thought that they. I didn't had. see it. Like I, it was. It was. I mean, uh, obviously, we didn't see that, so. But <laughs> I don't. I don't think that happened. But maybe it did. Maybe that's why they ended the event early because they're like, this team's already getting last. I, I thought, don't know. I thought that they that would. They were just. They were. I think they were just kind of standing there because she couldn't. You know, walk in there. I was like, you know what? Just go run. Yeah, yeah it very, very well. That that could have been the the resolution because that's I, what I do remember is it, and they were on the far yeah. end of the field and it was like it was pretty brutal on the they're just out there the girls crying I mean it's and it was I was listening to the broadcast too and the broadcast kept talking about it and it was it's like oh man I feel bad then the, the teams came back because you can't see too much on the run run and there isn't that much to talk about yeah. um, but so like I don't know the talking about the the Hanson I, th- I think the Hanson walks went pretty well for the for the team as a whole. For sure. And let's just talk about it. We mentioned it earlier, but the one, the one time Mara fell, she mm-hmm. fell at the, the very, it was close. Very, it was close, yeah. yeah. And that's like, uh, so I remember from when I was training with Mayhem, like I was the worst handstand walker on the team. Um, and so when I would get close to a line, they would start talking to me so mm-hmm. I could hear them and be like, you're close, you know, like six more steps, whatever. Um, 
And so I was trying to do that with Mara, and she just was like just enough off kilter that she couldn't save it. But she did really good. She, I mean, she, well, she fell like flat on her head, pops yes. right back up, runs back down, like you said, like shakes her arms out a few times and kicks back up and finish like finish the whole length. So she did really. Like that was, you know, again, we just practiced so much of it that she was fine. Yeah, and it was, the, I was impressed because I mean, when she went back, I'm like, oh, it's that, like, we're, like, she must be so tired. She went back, she shook, shook, got back upside down. I'm like, oh, we're screwed now. Like, there's no way. Like, there's no way. She did it, walked all the way down and was perfect. And then you guys just took off. And I'm like, like okay. back in the race. So, yeah, it was so the Could, like, KK or Matt, could you see us at all on the handstand walk? Like, did you know that Mara had fallen? We had no, I had no idea. No, we had no idea yeah. at that point. I mean, the, the best part was, though, when we were at Mara's going away party, she said, Taylor, did you see? I, like, tucked and rolled. And you're like, no, you didn't. Do you see the photos? You fell right on your Photo head. Photo proof. <laughs> yeah. Right on the head. They're fantastic. They're out there on the internet. You can find them. They're good. Photo proof. Which I think it's good. Like, she clearly did. Like, she was selling out full. She had been one more step. She could have done the Superman or whatever. Yeah, we had. So we were running. So we would go back. We would go by kind of a direct shot out from the Noble tent. And then we would come right back in. Actually, we stopped coming in. We went inside the Noble tent to watch. But then when you guys finished, we came back. And it was literally 20 deep. So you guys were the, the positioning for them to do the back squat was great for us to for the for the mm -hmm. spectators because we were on the end right end of the the end zone I guess the side end zone but we we're like we can't we're like, it's twenty deep I don't want to push my number one I don't want to be uh, be around all those people because I'm nervous as could yeah. be so I, I went up, so we went up to the top of the bleachers and had a great view of because we were kind of elevated so we could see Chris and Steve and you guys starting it was a, it was a great spot yeah. I mean, we saw that we saw the very end of the conga line, essentially. So we saw you yeah. guys finish that event. But yeah, like Matt said, we went up to the top of bleachers, kind of knew we'd be in a good position there to see the next event. So, so you okay. guys could sit and pace back and forth. Yeah. Uh, yes, <laughs> we couldn't. We had to like pace in place. The, f there. the uh, to close out the this event, the, the this was probably the funniest. I might have mentioned earlier, but the funniest moment I had like in, as a press pass like in the uh, whatever so uh the team was on the like second lane from the left side of the field so the left sideline whatever if you're thinking like a football field the long end and that was the noble wit only lane um that i could not go into but it was like right on the corner and like a stage like a concert stage how they they have like the metal plates around the floor the whole thing so it makes like a very tight corner and the press uh the leah the head of press whatever uh, department, I guess, uh, sitting right there to, to make sure that none of us like go into the mm -hmm. no fly zone and have to get our wristbands cut. And so I like, that was the, the best spot to be taking pictures of the team by far for the handstand walk. And so I like go over to the corner, there's these metal things. And I just like put my left foot right on that thing. And then my right foot, and I like look down and I look back up at her and she's just like laughing and she's like, yes, that's a good, like you can stay right there. No further. And like, they were just laughing. She's like, you're so funny. And like, we were just laughing, but I just, just cause I was like, as I had made eye contact with them, as so I was like wandering in there and they're like, oh, you're getting close. Like you're getting close. Don't. And then I just looked up and they're like, you, you knew where you were at the court. Good. It's funny. So, so we ended up uh, 25th on that event. And I think we've all kind of talked about it. Like, I mean, you're in the middle of, like, all these people finishing their handstand walk, and we were pretty close to people, um, but I had no idea where we actually finished, and yeah. I, I thought we finished higher than that, um, but ultimately, like, it's probably where we were, so, uh, like we said, this event, the r people were just really good at running, um, and they could, uh, when you get to a certain point, almost everyone can handstand walk, so that's what you're seeing there. Um, we, I thought the second handstand walk went really smoothly uh, Mara took like a few extra seconds before that last one but I knew that was the most taxing on her shoulders um, and that was the one caveat was you had to have the chip timer on your last athlete and so we put it on Chris because he was our fastest handstand walker um, and so for that last one like Mara had to go and then Chris would finish it um, and we did that from a standpoint of like if Mara fell who could repetitively kick up and do a handstand like behind it we thought chris would be our best option from that standpoint that makes but thankfully it wasn't an issue yeah it wasn't <laughs> an issue. okay so you uh you set this up good because this is actually my this the thought actually just came into my head the last one of this event but a team had their 
like the rule that you just said had their last handstand walker go. They had it. She had fallen. I don't. I don't know. It, I'm, I might be over dramatizing it, but she had fallen. She got back up. She went barely made it, like wobbling, and gets across. And then they see that that she doesn't have the chip timer on, and so they had to like literally start. They had to do it all over again. The third, all of them? T- not all, all of them, but the the girl, the the last girl, whatever. I guess whoever the chip timer was, but it was basically like right at the time cap or close oh. to it, and she had like basically done like a here, you know, yeah. barely made it over, and yes. like they they had it's it's on the broadcast. You can go back and watch it, or like, but it's like oh, and they just got called back because like <laughs> how and it was, it was. <laughs> kind of heartbreaking i i don't know if as much time went by as because if it if it had been two attempts you'd think like oh she doesn't have the chip timer on or whatever so it might not have been that because it was quicker but it was it was uh joel Gadet had to explain it and he was like oh this is heartbreaking like like, he had to do a lot of that this is a sport right here yes yes and so so was there any what was the time the rest uh so we had three minutes rest which we had more than that because we finished a decent chunk before the time cap so that was nice um, they didn't let us go. So, like, Steve, you were allowed to put our belts by the squat rack, correct, yep. before the before event? Before anything started, yeah. Yeah, and then, but we had our... Team captain. Yeah, we had a... Yeah. You have to wear your shirts out onto the field because they want to be able to say whose jersey or, like, who is who um, when you come out. And so I knew I didn't run, want to run with my shirt on because I knew it would be squatting and I like to have, like, a dry shirt that I can um, cinch my belt on. Uh, so I took my shirt off, and then like Steve and Chris, and so you were thankfully were able to go down and get all of our shirts yeah. and come back, which yeah, helped um, because like I was I was cognizant of it, but I was like I don't have much time. Steve has a whole another eight minutes to wait, so that was good that they just let them go and get our crap. Fun fact: don't know if this will ever happen, but it, was, it uh, talked about decent amount of media orientation group. I would not be surprised if at some point in the future of the sport, the shorts or the bottom halves of uniforms have huge numbers on them because they always talk about, they're like, the, the, there's lots of media people being like, we know it's really hard to tell who's who. And especially if they're not super familiar, they're like, well, the numbers and they're like, they always take their shirts off. They're like, and they don't have the numbers. Yeah. And so God they're like, this sport. they're like, they're, on, yeah, they're like, they're on the shorts too, but they're harder to say. They were, that was like, a, that was just a, it's athletes got to be able to do. I mean, I yeah. wonder if they just go back to like, what they did at regionals where they tattooed our arms, like just put yeah, those like yeah, tattoos on our arms be. um, because that was a super easy and cheap way that they could identify us, you know? I love what is the, the West Coast class. Though I'm, getting, I'm just taking us way off here, but the, <laughs> the ethos of it is to like honor the past. And so like, I, I hope they just use Sharpie forever. It's just like, <laughs> let me tell you, yeah. if you're trying to put something on like national television though, you better have some like okay. tattoos. Maybe, that yeah. Maybe that, but I just like the, the Sharpie is just like the most OG, like Very CrossFit, OG. like, uh, like you have Sharpie on it. Like uh, don't scrub that thing off or <laughs> Dude, it's yeah. so funny. Let me funny. tell you, they'll rewrite it for you multiple yeah. times. I've yeah. had it rewritten yeah. a lot. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, so we had uh, some some shirts uh, before it took yeah. us off there. We had, we're going into the back squad. And some white monster cans filled with water. Oh, yeah. 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 A lot of that. <laughs> we definitely grabbed a few of those, thankfully. The squad is um is total for the team, right? It's not bi- uh, girls and guys. Yeah, so like this event was kind of a bit of a challenge because once you put weight on a bar, you couldn't take it off. And so like if you wanted... Um, like even for Mara and I, our back squats are probably like 40 or 50 pounds different, which is a big difference when you get Mm -hmm. out there. And, um, you know, so I knew she would have to do finish all of her squats before. I mean, I did maybe like one lift at the same as hers before my lifts even started. And, um, I know Steve and Chris were kind of in the same situation. They were even worse. Oh, for sure. (laughs) For sure. Um, and, you know, you haven't touched, like, you've been running, so you can't just, like, put a lot of weight on the bar. You kind of have to warm up a little bit, um, so otherwise... Yeah, eight can... minutes is not no, a long time. It's not. <laughs> it's not. So, uh, I mean, Mara and I have have squatted and stuff enough that we are pretty good at um, knowing the weights and knowing stuff, but then you also add the mix, it's a guy's bar. Now. Yeah. And so you're like, oh, shoot, so is that is that 135 or 125? Um, so just like little things that, you know, you like get out there and you have that like, oh shit moment. Um, yep. thankfully we were able to pull it together and ours went really smoothly for the most part. Um, like I said, I just didn't have enough time. I would have liked to have one more lift. Um, but such is life. I think everyone probably would have liked to have one more lift. So, yeah. um, but you know, the hard thing. So I think I, like my three big attempts were like maybe, um, like at 200, 230, 245, and then I did 255. Um, 
I would have liked to go like, you know, a little bit heavier. But the thing that happens is, you know, Mara topped out at 225, I think. And so I did my three lifts were all successive after Mara's last lift. So um, just having that stress on your legs and not having, I mean, you have like a minute between attempts, maybe yeah. um, by the time you warm up, she finishes, I go. So, um, I mean, 255 for me is probably the most that I had lifted, um, back squatted in a long time. So I was, I was content with that. I had my, you know, regular shoes on, so we weren't allowed to wear our lifters. Um, and Mara hitting 225 was really good for her. I think her best back squat ever is like 245. So, um, from that standpoint, like it was a good, we had a good lift. And then, um, I think... I think we we're allowed to strip the bar so we um before if like the, if we finished before the time cap and we maybe had like 20 seconds left so we were able to take some weight off and leave i think just a 45 on the bar for the boys so yeah you're you had um like some good like i don't know the, it was interesting they definitely knew that that uh they de- good thing you guys updated your games profiles because they definitely came <laughs> over and they had like uh they were definitely scoping out i think you guys were in the second lane or like lane two whatever it was and like the camera was over there and like that that was that was where Invictus was and it was so many people in that corner like trying to and it was it was exciting like definitely exciting and um I think like you hit your like last squat ended up being fine but I just have a great video of just Mara just like yeah Mara was so like, excited <laughs> it was so funny yeah Mara was she's a good cheerleader so yeah and then uh it happens really quick but you guys get off you you knew um I think based on like just observing but like they had uh the girl when the girls were leaving they had trouble like like hey you guys need to get out of the way for the the boys and yeah and oh, you were yeah, like that was you, a mess. yeah you but you seemed like on it and like hey like more like we need to go yeah. like go this way you'd well, been the, out there before the yeah. funny thing was is they told us that we all were supposed to go like to the finish finish line um and then, so we all went there and then they like moved us to the side, which then I think the photographers were getting mad. Yeah. Um, so then they ended up moving us back behind where we finished a handstand walk. Um, but Girls, we did a little, yeah. did a little walking around and everybody was in a different place. And mm-hmm. so from a standpoint too, I'm sure they were pissed that it looked like it was chaos. So. Yeah. It's just like, I like the athlete. Girls, we're going to go this way. Girl, like we're going over this way. And, um, just to wrap it up before we get into Steve, it was, it was like, like you guys had a good little hug there. I was like doing like the video, got Mara and like, so Mara just comes by. It's like all, this is like the Mara to the T for the weekend. She's like, Oh, what a good moment. And Mara just like looks directly at the camera at me and just sticks out her tongue. Just says, <laughs> does this big smile like this and that. And like, it's just like, yeah. And she did literally did that almost before every event too. It was so funny. Like she's like, I'd be behind and she just like looked back. Mm. Look at it, it just did it. So it was good to get that out. So it goes it goes into the guys and it was a, so it wasn't one minute, it was just like beep go. Yeah. Yeah, right into it. Um and you were down to the wire on your last lift, weren't you? I had about like twenty or thirty seconds. I was able we were able to clear some of the bar off. So yeah, I was just saying could you we could had you, some extra time. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, clocks are on by the time we get up there and uh you know it it was nice to be able to rest that long, but at the same time, it's a double-edged sword because the whole corral process, like you, you warm up in the back, obviously, and that whole corral process takes like 20-ish minutes yeah. before you even start the event. So it's like 20 minutes from your last squat, and then the event starts. That's another 35 minutes of not feeling weight on your back, and then you wait another 11 minutes, an and then it's like, okay, now let's get to your three rep max. <laughs> it's been like an hour and 15 <laughs> yeah. minutes since you felt something heavy, and you're under fatigue. So like... Yeah, everyone's in the on same turf, running in tennis, on turf, in, in nanos. I have uh, really nasty blisters on my left foot, uh, develop, developing from that that run because I don't usually run that far in nanos. So uh, that was a little different for me, but um, but yeah. So we rushed to get out there, and um, much like Taylor and Mara, you know, our back squats are so dramatically different. Uh, we were able to get two and a quarter on for Chris, and then he would hit a set. And then once he got 315 on, that's when, like, I think that was close to, like, his 85% of where he ended up at. I think he ended at 365. Mm-hmm. Um, but that process of just, like, you know, him hitting his three and I would sneak in and get, like, one or two because, like, my ramp-ups didn't really yep. even start until, like, 365 was on the bar. Yeah. So um, I saw that. I, I think it, it I, I'm sure a lot of people were like, what's he doing? That was only one. Is he going to be Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just going to sit some singles. There's people in the crowd like, oh. Yeah. Steven, it? it's three. <laughs> I was like, what is it? Just only two? Does he yeah. know it's three? Did he uh, read the workout? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, 
no, we're just, we're just not ready yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, the clock, the time goes by really fast, like a lot faster than you ever think it would. Um, and you know, we gave him 365 and he hit it and he definitely thought he had more. And I think he did too, but, uh, you know, under that fatigue, it's just a little different story. And he, we just looked at the clock. It's like, hey, Steve, like you got to have time. Like you've you got, go. you got to get going. So, um, I started lifting with at like the four and a half, five minute mark. Crazy. So I got I from like, yours were five. it was like, I was getting worried. It's closer to five. And it's like, well, I'm not even at 365 yet. And I've not having taken one real attempt. Yeah. So I pretty much did an EMOM of like 405, 455. And then I took like a dummy. I, I did not let the clock run out. I uh, went straight to 490. And I guess I maybe saw like 45 seconds left. And I thought I was going to feeling real confident going up there. I think I was going to hit it and I was going to like somehow add 10 pounds and do it again. But that just was not your full adrenaline. The legs were not there. And, uh, it was a lot closer miss than I ever thought it was. I felt like I just got buried. And I looked at the video. I was like, that thing was going up. So he got two. So he got the first two at 490. Yeah. yeah, He got the first two. And at this point it was like, Every camera's on Steve. Every camera. Everyone is like going insane because like the stupid yes. weight that he put on yes. the bar. Co- coach, <laughs> and, uh, coach and I are in the in the stands and people are like, "What is going on?" And Lane too. They were very impressed. I uh, they, yeah. they couldn't even understand. They were like, "What is going on? <laughs> trying to look at the bar to 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 figure out what was on there to add it up?" It was pretty intense in the crowd. I was just like, got my perfect, like, I'm like, I know Steve's coming. It's going to be so big. Like I got there like 20 minutes before, like I'm right there. <laughs> and I don't know why I thought this would like work. Just like, as soon as Steve puts the weight on the bar, I just get like tackled by so like, yeah. just everybody comes like flying and like elbows, elbows. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm in the rucker. And now it's like, yeah. like, and so it was, it, I, I want to emphasize it was every camera. Yeah. First, the first rep felt good. But it was it was definitely heavy, and then the second one I had to fight for a little more, and then I maybe a little doubt started creeping in a little bit, and then that's probably why I missed that third rep. Just I was about halfway up and just didn't feel it standing up as fast as I would, thought it was going to, and then just I haven't failed a back squat in years, so that was like a very new experience for me, and I was pretty upset after that. Yeah, I could see the disappointment in Steven for sure. So that kind of was crushing to me watching in the crowd. But um, it was cool to see the crowd and the cameras go wild because I think Taylor's mentioned this before is we Steven, we see Steven do this every day in the gym. So we're used to it. But for a whole crowd and the entire arena to see it and get excited and get behind it was was pretty awesome. So Steven, you make us forget that you're really good. <laughs> <laughs> Forget you're a freak. Yeah. Thanks, guys. I don't want to let you guys know. You look at it, you start getting critiqued. You're like, what? No, look it's at like, that, no, dude. What's not, going on with that leg? I, that I, I, would, I would say that just from a, a fan, the camera person, the second one looked really difficult, like hard. And like I'm like, like when the second one happened, I'm like, oh, I don't know about this this third one. But after seeing his front squat recently, like I'm like, oh, that wasn't even close. To, like that was, that was, he had so, so much more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like- I ran three miles before, I'm sorry. Not, yeah. <laughs> um, what time are we at? 42. 42, okay. So we got ninth in the back squat, is that? Ninth yes. in the back squat. Um, I think Be interesting we, to know, so yeah. if you had those, so you're- Even if we hit it, like the, the point spread was still too much. Like I even- yeah. I, think we I was got, really mad in the moment, but even after realizing if I would have hit it, like we would have not made the cut anyway. Yeah, so it same make, result. It didn't make a difference for us. Yeah. Um, which, you know, ultimately it was the, like, yeah, after yeah, that there's event, not one walked, single event. No, or one single not. thing that happened that kept us from getting from. from well, and I think cut, too, the but, 35 point difference or 45 point, whatever it is, um, only would have moved us up like three places in the yeah. squat. It's not like we would have won the event or anything like that. So I think that maybe takes the blow away a little bit, a little but it still still hurts. But <laughs> yeah, uh, you got a, I don't know. I guess you have gone back much today, but there was lots of got good talk on the broadcast. It, I think it, it was helpful, very good for us. Um, uh, for like most of the team event, uh, Joel Goodell was doing the play by play. Who did the West Coast Classic, and he was very. I mean, he's so good, and he apparently like. Apparently he does his homework like nobody's business is what like Sean Woodland was saying about him. And so, but he had, I mean, he, you got, he reached yeah. out and emailed, he emailed me and he emailed you too, didn't he, Steve? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, I mean, get some he, stats and some info like, on us. We actually, I emailed back and forth with him three times. So like, we each had three separate emails, which I thought was like, you know, I mean, we're a, a no-name team in the middle of the Midwest, and he like took time to get to know us. So that was pretty cool. He Shout out, Joel. Yeah, he definitely mm-hmm. did his work. <laughs> they were like, hey, this is the man that cleaned three, or cleaning truck three eighty five at West Coast Classic. And then he's um. Like, they're fading out from the event. It's like, I can't believe we almost just saw 485 on turf in Nanos. <laughs> so that was the, the closing. That was, like, the closing remarks to the event. <laughs> I have not watched the YouTube yet. Yeah, okay, yeah, you have not So, yeah, yeah so he's like, this is Stephen Wallace da, 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 from the, the West Coast Classic. He cleaned 385 right after the Ruck Run. Da, da, and, it, like, literally, they, they're recapping. Oh, we'll calculate it all. It worked out. And they're like, okay, we're going to – individuals are next. I can't believe we just almost saw 45 for three reps in Nano's on turf. You know what? They're, they were really pimping you guys up because Chris had not updated his current back squat number, <laughs> which was pre- pretty yeah, impressive. Yeah, he I think used to lift a lot. A lot. Now. Yeah. And they were like, these two guys they're have both the highest, capable of yeah. they have the high, they're the highest, highest listed, listed total of any male. Chris, the silent assassin. <laughs> yeah, that was great. That He got his nickname on this yes. one, too. <laughs> Yes, and it's like, oh man, they finally checked the games. They, they called them that. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. that. that's where that's, that, that's where it comes started, from. Yeah. That's but great. Like a four eighty five listed pack squat on there, so they were thinking yeah. you guys were going to go hit a thousand pounds. Yep, yeah. and so that's the that's the. I guess, you know, usually the uh, media goes to the games profiles and they're not filled out, and so they probably don't run into this situation very often. But I guess what was buried on the the not notice on the games profile I was like Chris is also 37 now yeah. like like yeah. it's like okay he's done the open for 10 years whatever so yeah. that that the uh so that's that's the uh backstory because they're probably like man is he hurt is he injured is he he's like no he's, he's 37 yeah. <laughs> and he's in soccer he's, 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 yeah. he's, he's, he's 30 yeah he's 37 he's in, in soccer runners, shoes yeah. yeah so um I mean this was I guess we got ninth on this event this was the end of like our games experience as um athletes uh and you know we got back and honestly i think we were all in like you know obviously we wanted to do better and finish in the top 20 but we were all like happy with our performance i don't think any of us were like upset i mean upset about what we did we put our best foot forward on the floor which was cool i think so yeah yep um you know and then uh when we found out we were officially cut um they still called all the top 30 teams over and so you have that like glimmer of hope, um, but then they read, we stuck you know, around for like two hours, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a long wait. We were waiting, and they what they say to you, Steve? There, uh, they they were pretty like respectful. Like they just say, "Oh, we'll see you later." Like <laughs> better next luck, ne- better luck next year. Like they weren't like that. They said, "Hey, like they got some feedback." Yeah, we, like <laughs> yeah, because they did that when I was. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, hey, we know it's a lot of sacrifice to come out here and compete like this, and to be here, and to take the time off to be here, and. Uh, this is our first year doing the affiliate cup back again. We want to make this happen again. And just thank you so much for your time and all the effort you put in. I was like, okay, that was very professional for you to say that. Thank you. But we didn't make it. So <laughs> it was kind of a lonely walk back still, but, uh, made me feel a little better. Yeah. At least a little thank you was given. And I think, um, but yeah, no, I think, uh, too, like right after we found out we were officially out, um, I quickly hurried up and texted a bunch of people because I wanted to make sure we grabbed everyone before anyone started leaving um, from our gym and make sure that we got a group picture. And that was probably uh, one of the highlights of the weekend was, I mean, we had so many people that came up and watched and took time out of, you know, took work off and, you know, spent money to buy hotels and tickets and all that stuff. And it was really cool to be able to walk out there um, and see all of them. And like, they were so proud and happy about, like happy for us. And it was just, it was a cool moment so but kk kind of where were you at this point you know of a of the weekend well being the co-coach i uh was back with you all for a little bit while we waited to figure out (laughs) there for a while it felt like a long time but we kind of knew what was going on and steve comes rolling around the corner with a smile on his face and like well that's all she wrote (laughs) yeah so i think he had a beer in his hand yeah Yeah, that was that was event 11 Yeah. IPA. <laughs> I was like, all right, I got beer in my system, so I hope they don't change their mind. <laughs> yeah. uh, exactly. Uh. So at this point, like Taylor said, we were just kind of rallying the troops and getting everyone together. And uh, honestly, it, even just talking about it now kind of makes me get choked up because uh, seeing everyone just get behind you guys this whole year and, you know, I kind of get to see both sides of the spectrum. Um, 
I, I see like the athlete side cause living with Steven and being around. And then I also, you know, I'm like the average Joe in the gym with all the regulars and the, the crowd that's there supporting you also. Yeah. Taking that picture and seeing how many people were actually there and the huddle at the end, which I'm sure we'll get into, but, uh, even just talking about it now gets you a little choked up. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact. I think yes. this is an anecdote or I don't know if it's, an, if it's an unofficial stat, but I think when we were, moving from TFW to actual Blue City, we had around was, what, 30 members. Is that like, yeah. felt like sound right? 30 yeah, members? So that, all that considered was very, very emotional for me. Not to mention I was already like three <laughs> deep at that point. <laughs> and it was only like 20 minutes past our event ending. So, <laughs> and, late, uh, but yeah, go ahead. Late 2019, <laughs> the gym has 30 members. 2021 August and like not even two years later there's more than 30 people up there at the games taking this picture like all together at the yeah. noble which is is pretty remarkable um and, and there was there was you know between 2019 and 2021 there were some crazy things that happened like as just a long journey and I thought that like literally the first thing I thought of um like we took that picture I'm like looking at my phone I'm like there are more people here than we're at the gym at yeah. like literally that's wild that's um it's wild. It, I mean, it's, there's, there's tons of reasons and the hard work that goes into it, but part of that is the, you know, the being proud and the, the inspiring, like everybody's pumped up for you guys. So I thought that was super cool. Super cool. That was my favorite. Like, I just like love that. And not only that, but the people back at home that couldn't make it, um, we were getting videos and Instagram stories of people just stopping class and watching the events and, you know, even though they couldn't be there, they were there. Oh, for sure. So. They were sending strategy to Teddy. To try, yes, to try yes. To Draft on the kayak. Yeah. Sign to Stephen and uh, yes. Taylor out there. Yes. To sign to Taylor, to sign to Steve after he finishes a swim before he kayaks. Yes, <laughs> a, text, a text to a map. Like, New plan. Yes. Here's, here's it in sign language. Just to figure this out. Uh, back, I'll back up even like when Steve came around the corner. Um, you know, it said, hey, this is, yeah, we kind of knew we were cut, but we, you know, obviously don't want to, you know, if there was a small glimmer of hope, we stuck around. So I, we, we had one last time to get the, the team together and do like one last kind of recap of, hey, you know, before we go out there, you know, we're leaving, you know, in, inside the games. And I, it was just kind of an emotional, kind of a, I don't know, maybe like a, a release because of everything we were, we were so tightly wound and, you know, we're trying to keep everybody rallied and, and together mentally and physically and all that stuff. So it was like one last little team meeting recapping about you know the season you know the open and trying to get different people on the team and there's a reason why these you know these four made the team and we made it this far through you know individual quarters you know and then then put the team together and then semis and get to the games and get to this point you know it's like hey we you know we did what we could this was an absolute blast this isn't a disappointment you know this is this is a pretty pretty wild experience. You know, once we walk out those doors, we don't know if we're going to be back there again. So we had, it was neat. I I, I enjoyed that last team meeting of getting getting us together. Um, you know, and KK was part of that too. That was part of her introduction as to to the coaching strategy. Yeah. So I'll be back. It was good. But just to be clear, it's the dynasty, Matt. Yes. Like <laughs> dynasty, not a one time thing. Yeah, Come on, Matt. Know, but you don't. You, you don't <laughs> yeah. want to. No, you don't for sure. Uh, you never take it for granted. But yeah, that that moment, that last huddle between us five and then that last huddle outside the noble tent as a gym, like going back to what Teddy said, like barely had 20 people in the gym yeah. like two yeah. years ago and then get through COVID, get through not even having a space and then actually finding it. And then, you know, struggling and rushing to get all these people just to like cover your rent. And then you find yourself at the big show literally a year later uh, that was like the biggest moment of pride I've ever felt in my life. And uh, I, right fucking, I was crying right there in the middle of it, uh, <laughs> right at that it. break. We yeah, like, it was amazing. When we went out to take that picture and, and you know, some people were saying some words. And we're like, all right, bring it in. We're going to do a, a, a gym, three, two, one, Blue City. And, and I hear somebody go, can we? So it was like somebody was like literally like, like somebody was like, let's do it as a group. We'll bring everybody in, and somebody was like, "Can we?" Like, I don't know who said yeah, that. That's so I funny. Remember that's so somebody awesome. Saying that, I was like, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> we they, can do it too." Thing. They, they've been watching us do this for a while. And they're like, "They want to be a part of it." Yeah, that's so funny. I mean, we did it every training, every you know competition before, after workouts. So 
It's our thing. And we did it. And we were, that was like the highest traffic area yeah. too. Like on the comp, like the compound was awesome. But it goes back to what I say. Like we, you know, we're back with like teams that are, you know, they got, you know, that's even at the West coast classic, you got some people that were, you know, maybe thought they were a little more whatever, but it's like you're, you're doing a cheer. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. Who are these nerds? I'm like, I hope they do it. Nerds <laughs> that qualify for the crossing games. Yeah. I mean, again, like we've talked about this before, we may not have been, the fittest team there, but I feel like our team was a true team. Like we all loved and supported each other a ton. And there's a lot of things that had to go into even making it to this weekend. Um, and things had to go perfectly and smoothly. And the fact that we were able to pull that off through so many ups and downs of the season, um, you know, we could function as a team. And when someone needed help, someone was there to pick them up. Um, and that is why we made it as far as we did. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. I, the teamwork and it was like I, I didn't really until being in the environment a little more like realize how like rare that that was that you guys were the the cohesiveness the oiled machine the really just all like friends and teammates teammates instead of just four people getting together and working out and like the you know egos but and Matt you've talked about that a lot but yeah very, I, mean, I, I I truly feel like if a team isn't doesn't have that that's the missing element of what that you have the, you have the four fittest individuals out there but if they're like well uh, we had. Mayhem freedom. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean they, they just they, they just react a little bit differently. Yes. But I'll I'll bring this up. We talked about we talked about this um, going down to the lake this past weekend or something like that. But it was like, uh, you know, Taylor's been on a team in the past, and everybody went there. They didn't train together. They followed different training programs. They didn't hang out with each other at at, at like uh, events when events were open. Like you were. Well, and let's you make would it clear meet. too. This was a team that was like. In the same city together. Yeah. And you would just, it, it's not, you know, you're throwing any mud, but it's like, you know, you could just see like you would meet in the warm up area for the first time and get, start warming up and be like, hey, what are we going to do? And that's like, it, it, you can't, it you know, how work. can you have some <laughs> kind of level of success with that? Um, so it's just like if you don't have that team chemistry and that bond where people listen and they kind of, you know, they know their roles and they, they take advice from other take other advice from other people on the team and you know what what can I do and just just know where other people's strengths weaknesses and and mental state is I don't I don't see how you can move forward in the sport I, I feel like um just getting to see all the behind the scenes so much of it too it's I almost feel bad for those teams like the that you miss out on like the yeah. the the point of I don't know if it's the point of the team but the stuff that you remember and you hear about this even the individual like the things that I'm gonna remember from the training like yeah, team most, competition yeah like, most yeah. high high end athletes will tell you all, like yeah they love that moment on the podium they love that moment at the games but it's like it's, it's those moments in tra- training yeah. that like are the most memorable and it's why they do it and why they keep coming back that's where you spend the most time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You look at that process as a whole. Where do you spend the most time? That's why teams more fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. the day to day process is yeah. more enjoyable. Yeah, and it's nothing against like them, like or anybody like yeah. different cities, different. But it's just like literally, like, man, you 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 don't get the, and that's kind of like the, um, to in my, what I hear is like that that makes it worth it for a lot of people yeah. almost. I think you know from a standpoint of, the four of us and our families had to make a ton of sacrifices this summer. Um, you know, you don't really get to go on vacations. You don't get to do your short trips away. Like everything you do, um, you know, you're worried about, oh, like we have to work out Friday, Saturday together. Oh, we have to go swim on Sunday morning. Um, and so you don't get to do all those little things. And, you know, it, it's hard. You make a lot of sacrifices. But when you actually train with a team and you love each other and you work together and um, it's 100% worth it. Like you don't have regrets about it. And, yeah. you know, in a different situation, you might have regrets. You might have been like, oh, I'm sad I missed that. Um, but this summer, like I have no regrets. And so that's when it's a good situation, a great situation, actually. Great. <laughs> because it was, it was over. I'm like, this was freaking crazy, right? <laughs> like wild, right? Like what? This, it was cool. It's like, it's so like, you think that to April is so long though. It feels so long, but then some of the part, you know, depending on where you're looking at the season, the part of it, it's like either went by so fast, so slow or, but it, in a whole, it definitely went by fast, but there's, there was a lot of like growth from everybody. I, I mean, I showed up. The camera, I didn't, I didn't even, I barely knew how to, I was reading the manual, like, on the car, right? So my, that first, like, practice, like, didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, and so, like, I don't even know now. Uh, so that was a, just, a, it was a great culmination of those experiences, a lot of growth there, just seeing, um, you know, Matt's got his coach's hat on a lot, and it's, you guys are in it, and it's, I, 
just from the sidelines and KK, this is this me and you would be like this, but just seeing like being able to see the, the, the growth and like people getting their first, like whether the progressions and all that stuff of the team evolution of it from um, kind of the sidelines of it is, is like, that was my favorite parts of the, the season, I guess. Yeah, I would agree for sure. And like Taylor said, the sacrifice was worth it. I mean, the families and the ones who were closest to you like see it and experience it. And, uh, I know speaking for myself and I'm sure a lot of others, it, it was a hundred percent worth it to see the four of them step out on that field was an awesome experience. So it's intense. You don't get that feel like the intensity, <laughs> like it's like, man, what this is like back, like, you know, high school state champions. And again, it's more than that. It's like, wow, dude, like, let's go. World championships. Like all summer long, um, just those Friday nights and seeing, how how many people would come out from the gym to do power hour and yeah they get to see firsthand what you guys do and kind of do it alongside you i think was really cool because it didn't feel like at any point it was there's a games team here and then there's the rest of the gym like we were a cohesive gym throughout this whole process and uh you guys making it so that everyone could be there and experience it and witness it uh i think is why everyone was so behind you guys as well Matt, what do you think about, um, and, and Taylor and Steve, but like the, I would say it's kind of cool thinking about, I think when we, individual quarterfinals, and it's a different time and earlier in the season, individual quarterfinals, I would say most of the gym like doesn't, it's, it's hard to follow. doesn't know exactly what's going on. Curious about it, but just like the information out there and going from that to like the 30 people up at the games, like it's, I, it's pretty cool how, um, I, I would say like, uh, and obviously the success comes with it, but it's. I think that the community is is has like learned a lot and like come to maybe appreciate it. I don't know. They, I think they always were, but like I, I know that there's I know that there are new CrossFit Games fans that were not there because of you guys were just awesome. And I I think it's more of like a permanent thing. You know that now that it's in there, people know going into it. So what do you, how did you feel that at all? And like do you like that's I don't know. How does that? Yeah, oh, a yeah. ton. I mean, there's a couple of things you could, you could, I could tick, angle that. I mean, every we learned, we learned a ton. I mean, I learned a ton. I look at my notes and I'm like, oh man, I could have done so many different things. I mean, we, you know, whiteboard stuff I threw up there, and there's like, there's ten more things I could have do. I, I can only hold you guys' attention for so long <laughs> before you stop listening to me. So it's like I learned stuff on, you know, what I could, what information I could hopefully, you know, let sink in with them, and they could do. But it's like, you know, the gym. I think, it, I think you 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 had it like right around like individual quarters. People were like, hmm, "What's there's something different going on here? Like yeah. this is not just us screaming it a little bit at each other on a Friday night at the open. This something something different is developing here, and I think that it caught fire. And it's not so. Yeah, we can go back to this, but I was thinking of this when you were just talking about it. It sometimes I'm like, what are so people? We're, we're like working out. This isn't really that. Is this really interesting <laughs> yeah. to people? But it's like I go to. We just got back from a weekend with my friends who don't do anything with CrossFit, and they're like, dude, they were watching the YouTube videos. I'm like, I was addicted, man. We watched everything. We went back and watched it. It was awesome. They showed like, you here. They showed the team yeah. here. One of them is um, an expecting mom, and so she was talking about they. I mean, they had no connections with ever. They watched Annie Thor's daughter all weekend. Yeah. Really? And yeah, she yeah, yeah. was oh, like, so inspiring. She, I know. She was like, you know, I was watching like you guys, but then she's like, we started watching individuals and they were talking about this like girl who was pregnant like nine months ago and blah, blah, blah. And like, like just bringing all these people into the yeah. sport. Like That's this crazy. is, this is also the beauty of an affiliate cup is because you have people that you can get behind and you know every single one. Mm-hmm. Um, and that makes a difference. I'm so excited for like, however uh, this next season goes and however you guys attack it and however... Whatever it has, I'm just excited for um, some both with the current climate in the world and just the awareness. I think everywhere, like the sport has grown. I'm excited for moments in the gym of competing, like it, you know, whether it is individual quarterfinals, team quarterfinals. Like I think uh, Taylor, you talk about that moment on the snatch burpee box jump over where like everybody stopped at the gym and watched. Like I think that only uh, goes up from here, which uh, is, excites me. Well, and I also think too, like there are more people at our gym that have loftier goals now, you yes, know, yes. um, like I was talking to a few people the other day and they're like, well, I want to make individual semifinals next year, you know, and, um, just seeing the goals evolve and seeing like what's possible is pretty cool that people are like thinking about that stuff now because before they would have never even thought about it, but now they're like, Oh, like 
this is doable. I want to see where this goes, which I, it's cool. It's cool to see it evolve. Uh, how's the saying go? Like surround yourself. You're an average of the top five people you surround yourself with the most. Yeah. I, I heard a good one. I think it's from James Clear, but it's like go to the environment where your desired behavior is the norm. And so it's like kind of that's like to get better sort of building off that top five mm-hmm. thing. So if like, if you want to be, you know, it's not just like this, but if, if you're a competitive CrossFit athlete in St. Louis, it, it pays to, to go train at blue city with this, like that many people. Um, disclaimer. So it's great for average CrossFitters like me and Caitlin too. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget. Yes. <laughs> yes. We literally love everybody. Yes. It doesn't matter your skill level. Yes. Awesome. Well, this concludes our day-to-day recap for the, the CrossFit Games. We'll be talking about just overall, like in coming episodes, we'll be looking back on the season, maybe favorite, share some favorite, favorite moments, moments and uh, it'll be something that we reflect on. Um, maybe and, even bring a few new people in as well. Yes, yes. We yeah. would love new people. Um, we've got a couple on the list already. So. Yes, we do. We do. We got some guests Silent coming assassin. up. You have to call them out. You have to call them out now. Yes. Who's going to be next? Silent Assassin is living up to his nickname. <laughs> but we'll have some exciting shows. We'll be looking ahead to next season. We'll be talking about some other just CrossFit, you know, um, as a sport, uh, overall things like not news considered. And so, make sure to tune in then. And thanks. Until then, thanks for joining. Ciao. Thanks. Bye.